So how many people died in a hurricane, Florence? Wow, cold open. Um, 41. Wait, what did you tell me it was called? Flow. This is just a warm-up. The beach doesn't give a fuck. On planet Earth, at the peak of human ingenuity, we still haven't managed to save ourselves from... Two brave souls have decided to take on our enemy to prevent the world from falling into the... Damn hurricanes, they come too frequently, and the names are definitely a little too long and complicated. The problem is surely with the names. I mean, we got to stick with, you know, Bart, John. I, I just want to read this, this list of hurricane names to you, and I want to I know, let's rank the names real quick. So, Alberto, Beryl, Chris, Debbie, Ernesto. Wait, 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 wait. can yeah. we just stop? Yeah. Did you just say Beryl? Beryl. Beryl uh, is a name? Does any, did anyone hear of hurricane or tropical storm Beryl? No, I think more importantly, have you met anybody named Beryl? I haven't met enough people named Beryl. Okay, go it's, ahead. Sorry. It's spelled like Cheryl, but with a B. B-E-R-Y-L. I'm pretty sure that's a typo. I'm just going to go ahead and call that. Well, it's, it's, this is something I wanted to get into today. This is why this we're weird birthing this podcast into existence is because the way that we talk about storms, the way that we talk about climate change, the way that we talk about solutions to climate change uh, needs to be altered drastically. And there's a lot of hubbub out there in the media, and especially with dumbass politicians, um, uh, about what's considered drastic, drastic changes. It, we're, we're told that Socialized medicine, that's drastic. That's too drastic. That's too drastic. Oh, yeah. we're, we're told that, that uh, uh, raising uh, the top marginal tax rate back to, you know, in the 1950s, 40s, that would somehow be a drastic change. We're, we're told that having to think about anything besides 3% growth, drastic. That's drastic. That's drastic. And we would like to posit that we aren't talking about any drastic changes. And only drastic changes are going to ensure that our species is around in 100 years. I think what matters is people's own personal perception of what's going on in the world. Um, because let's, if we keep thinking that politicians and government somehow is going to save us, like that's never going to happen ever in the history of the world, because we can look at the history of the world and we can see if there's one thing that never helped us, it was rulers. And that's the billionaires what, are not coming to save yeah, us. And yeah. that's the other piece of this too. So I think you'll see that as we get into it here and we, we have a, a boatload of digital content ready Ooh, to come to you. boats. That's good to have mm -hmm. in a hurricane. Yeah. Uh, we're all going to need our boats. And uh, we hope that this podcast can be a proverbial lifeboat for you out there who you're, who you're thinking, you know what? I'm not sure if things are changing enough. And Casey is right that 
Um, the politicians aren't going to save us. Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk are not going to save us. The billionaire <coughs> tech titans are not going to save us. Elon Musk is not. You know a what else isn't going to save us is um, um, managing the wild places, managing the fucking beaches. If you manage a beach, um, you'll get what we have today because we've been managing them for a long time. And guess what? The beach doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> I think that's the cold open right there. <laughs> the beach doesn't give a fuck. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the beach doesn't give a fuck. All right. All right. Let's 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 get into this. Okay. All right. So it's a week after Hurricane Florence. Flo. Hold on. Sorry. Hey, I'm Casey Snow. And I'm JP Hurst. And we're gonna dig a little deeper into that carbon sinkhole. Boy, oh boy, are we ever. So we're a week after Hurricane Florence, now called. A.K.A. Uh, Flo, which I wonder if that was uh, on purpose, like, you know, something bad, Aunt Flo. I don't know. Just want to throw that out. Aunt Flo, go with the flow. Feminist in me says, fuck that. So Aunt Flo has visited itself upon the Carolinas. Yeah, um, I mean, it, it, I mean, let's, let's, let's say it destroyed the Bible Belt. Let's be a little more specific. Yeah, no one prayed enough there. Uh, they didn't kill enough hogs or chickens uh, and sacrifice to the gods enough. So the clouds bled all over them. Yeah. So the question that we want to ask a week after Hurricane Florence, and by the way, the buildup to the hurricane is always longer than the aftermath discussion of the hurricane. We've already moved on. We're looking at the next one. Well, yeah, I, I, would, I would even argue that um, everybody's excited about it coming because, ooh, who's going to die? Which part of the country is going to feel it? And then when it actually happens, everybody's like, yeah, but <sighs> what about that new show on Netflix? There's a lot going on. I, I still got to get that Dodge Charger. Mm. But the, the question that, that, that we want to talk about today, that we really want to get into as we're digging into this giant carbon sinkhole that is the human population, the planet Earth, uh, our economy, Civilization. our culture... What we want to ask a week after Hurricane Florence is, why are we surprised? Yeah, I mean, it seems odd to me that um, we know what hurricanes are, we know what they do, yet we can't believe that a hurricane, A, hit a coastline, where else would it hit, and B, it caused, caused flooding, because um, I think that's what they've always done. That's what hurricanes have always done. And more importantly, so we have known about climate change as the New York Times uh, and other magazines have detailed in the last uh, month or over the summer, uh, the detailed history of how and when climate change came to be known I in the I just consciousness. Like, I'd like to just say, um, fuck the New York Times. Go ahead. Uh, cosign fuck the New York Times. Um, we're going to talk about a lot of enemies that we have in trying to make any progress towards climate change, or at least trying to make your small error at in whatever part of the globe you're in uh, more resilient to climate change. The New York Times is not going to help you. Um, and in any case, we've known for 30 years that the massive amounts of carbon we've been spewing into the air uh, are coming for us, and right. they're coming back around. Right. And so the question of why are we surprised uh, is multifaceted. Uh, first, people on the coast have been getting flooded forever, and we know that climate change is making the storms worse. Um, most of the damage, most of the deaths were due to flooding. Of course, you know this by now. And not because of wind, 
but the focus is always on the category. Is it a category three? Is it a category five? Oh, it's only hitting land as category two. That's no big deal. Why are we focused on the win? Well, they want to see somebody um, holding see on. They're holding on to flattened. a stop sign, and they're you know being blown by the wind. <laughs> and I don't know if you saw that. This happened with Flo. Um, some dipshit from North Carolina. I know that's kind of a um, redundant. Redundant, but um, and, and we lived in North Carolina. We lived in and a, liked it kind of. Uh, um, of the weather. Um, but uh, there was a new. There's some news TV news reporter that quote, you know, stayed behind to cover the big story, and he was he was he was pretending to walk against the wind. Oh, and the motherfuckers and, just strolled right and by him. Do people yeah. walk by? I mean, I don't want to talk about what I saw on the internet because that's stupid. But I mean, it does. It just. It's like this is all yeah. manufactured bullshit. All so right. I don't care where you listen to, or or watch, or read your fucking news, like, I almost guarantee every single one is somehow bullshit. Yeah, so point number one is that as we cover these storms, it's important that we cover them, but we're we're not covering them in the right way. We're not talking about them in the right way. We're not preparing for them in the right way. And I say that we're not preparing for them in in the right way as people that have prepared for and lived through a hurricane, which we'll get to in a little bit. Right. So in any case... Uh, people still live by the water and get flooded. Um, flooding is eternal. It's coming. We know it. Uh, flooding has been around. You might think that there are some, oh, I don't know, um, mythical stories that we tell about floods in all cultures for all of time, even before that there was writing. We you know, got me interested. We know about water. Let me tell you about this charlatan who got herself knocked up and created a big lie to get out of it. Oh, you're talking about Mary. Unlike me, Casey didn't grow up in an evangelical church. I, no, I was kicked out of a Catholic church. Yeah, yeah, she, she did it Fourth right. grade. Yeah, we, we're all proud of her for that. Um, uh, I, I grew up in the evangelical church where two of my three grandmothers used to tell me that pieces of Noah's Ark were found in the Himalayas, and one of them had even uh, bought uh, souvenir pieces of Noah's Ark and uh, had them in a glass display case on top of her television. I would just like to point out that the Noah's Ark story is the first um, um, inaccurate hurricane story. <laughs> we, so, so going back thousands of years, we've, we actually exactly. have to change the narrative. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. exactly. Um, some would argue that the, the fall of, of humans and this planet started with the fire. So. The fire. What fire? Creating fire. Creating fire. Starting fire. Yeah. Others argue agriculture, but either way, Jesus was was part of the problem. I definitely think that I'd like to get into some of um, Paul King's North's writing, uh, where where he talks about sort of like where humanity went wrong uh, on a future podcast. But for now, uh, the flooding we know is coming, and we know we've made it worse. And so the question, it, the the news coverage again, who's going to get? Uh, who, are there going to be children uh, oh, hanging yeah, like, children. A, like, like a chain from stop signs? Um, yeah. Are we going to see telephone poles just getting vaulted through people's yeah. windows to smash them in yeah. their faces? They sleep? Uh, yeah, it's, which it's, black people couldn't afford to leave? Right, and we'll get drowned. Will there be a lot? Will be a lot of black right. people? Are a lot of black right. people going to? And die? then and then you'll see the, all these charities pop up suddenly. Give money, give money, give money, and all those people are just putting the money in their pocket, just so you know, including Google. Yeah, uh, the the charity scam. Uh, you've seen it. You've seen it in Puerto Rico. Just yeah. millions, millions of dollars of all the blankets, all the bottled water, uh, all the energy bars you sent, just rotting in right. different containers. Right. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, yeah, natural disaster relief is a, a, a scam on all continents. Um, but the question I have is, is like the, we seem to be stuck on a loop here with, with we know that we know that climate change is real. Uh, we know it's affecting our wildfires. We know it's affecting our hurricanes, but it doesn't compel us to action. And again, Casey pointed this out earlier, fuck the governments, fuck waiting for the billionaires. But the rest of us just sitting here gawking, like what the fuck are we doing? What, like how are, how are we still consuming this disaster porn in the same way, thinking like, I just, I can't believe that this shit keeps happening, like in, inside all of us or? Well, I mean, but, I, so I, I mean, I like to blame or, or say that it's just because most people are fucking stupid. And I, I do think that a lot of people are dumb, but I, I, also, I, I also know that they're in the machine. And if you're in the machine entirely, it's really, really, really hard to take off those blinders and see the big picture. You know, you got your fucking job that you got to get to and you're fucking, you know, you're reading the news while you're driving, which is awesome. Um, you know, and then you got to get that latte and then you got to go to that meeting and then fuck, you got to go to the grocery store on the way home and the fucking kids and the fucking wife or husband and God damn it. And oh man, did you see that everybody fucking died in North everybody Carolina? Fucking died. Holy shit. That, you know what? That makes me not feel so bad. You know, <laughs> well, at, least, at least I don't have to deal with that shit. Life could be fucking worse. And, 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 and can you blame them? I mean, I don't know. I've, I've been in the machine enough. I mean, I still was obstinate. You know, I still was like, fuck the man and all that. So I, but I'm sure I, I missed out on the big picture. I was a dick too, you know. Um, but it, it, the further away from, from, you know, reading the New York Times and, you know, being part of everything, going golfing or whatever the fucking stupid shit that you do that you, you don't really even like, or you like a lot and you don't know why, you know, at night you're like, why am I thinking about that ball going in the hole? That's a dumb thing to think about. You're right, it's dumb. But you also are like, oh, another hurricane. Fuck those people. Yeah, fuck those people. And the thing is, is I'm, I'm all down with fuck those people because why, do you, why, are you, why are you living there? Some people are too poor to move and that's a different situation. However, there's a lot of people that have the money to move, but they've, they've chosen to live in that area because that's their God-given God right. God-given right. And if the hurricane wouldn't come if we hadn't let the transmisexuals into the bathrooms. It, it, exactly. Clearly, that's right. Exactly. So now i got to vacate my beach exactly. house. Exactly. Yeah, we'll talk about these it's, assholes it's abortions. that that's live on. These, these North Carolina assholes that live on the beach. Well, we, we, we got a couple zingers for them, uh, yeah. so stick around for that. Yeah. Um, uh, and you're right about that. When... When, when that fucking Weather Channel graphic, when that fucking, oh, unreal video game engine, it's like, this is what an inch of water, looks. this is what nine fucking feet of water looks like. It's like, no fucking shit. You're saying that nine feet of water can flood a house. We don't need a graphic for that. The reason that they're showing you a graphic for what flooding looks like is so you can next imagine all the motherfucking people dying. It's not at a position of empathy, and it's sh damn sure not as a position of action. Yeah. That is not, yeah. that, everyone claiming, oh, that's, that's Emmy-worthy. You know, where's the fucking Emmy-winning graphic for 22 veterans per day killing themselves? Oh, yeah, but uh, that's depressing. Yeah, that's depressing. That's depressing. Let's not think about that. I mean, what? That's suggestive of something wrong. And, that's suggestive know, of some sort of moral rot. Hurricanes can be predicted. And they chose to be in the military. Yeah, they knew what they signed up for. Yeah. The, the, those were preventable deaths that we don't want, want to think about. This hurricane, the wind speed, we can't control the wind. Yeah. That's why we talk about the yeah. wind. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. it's not where we've chosen to build, where we choose to rebuild. No, uh, no. And how we allocate resources across our society. 
So anyway, well, and, and 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 just simple education on 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 you know we have engineers that are like yeah we can't we shouldn't live there but but we can't tell people what to do it'll break their hearts. Yeah, we, we can't tell people you can't build there. It'll break their hearts. And who's gonna then that contractor is not gonna make money and and the lumber mill is not gonna make money and and the money and the money and then all the money. Oh yeah, we should make more money. Fuck fuck the flooding. Let's make more money. That's it. That's it. That, that's the loop that we're stuck in. It's like, we know it's coming. We know they're getting worse. We know what flooding is because historically we know what flooding does. And yet we're stuck in this loop where we can't do anything about it. Even the people most affected by it, even the rich motherfuckers in their houses, even the, the town councils, uh, even the, the private businesses. It's like, we, we can't do shit about it. The media, the narrative has still not changed for any of us. Even right. the people gawking from the middle of the country. Right. And, and vice versa, when the, hurric- when, when the tornadoes come, as we all gawk at these weather events, we're still stuck in this loop, and no one's calling anyone out on it. Um, so uh, I, I, I guess, you know, sort of summing up this, this sort of thoughts on, on hurricane flow, um, we, or, or sorry, Florence, uh, I don't, we don't need to speak in hashtags, speak. Yeah, yeah, no, no hashtags. It's called Florence. I know, it's like, Excuse really, Florence, me, sir. Florence, you know that's a, that's a lot of letters put together, and you know we live in a in a time where that's that's not needed. Yeah, not that's, that's too many letters. Um, so we we as as Casey and I uh, watched from Florida, uh, this hurricane hit the North Carolina coast. Um, we we were just sort of wondering how it's possible that the narratives um, from anyone on on the TV news. Uh, on on the the big newspapers, the big coastal newspapers, uh, and even the internet, and even the coverage, even how people talk about can it. I, the can fucking I just, grocery store. Yeah, I, every headline should be, "We fucked up." Yeah, we fucked. Hey, we built shit in the wrong area. That should be the story. We fucked up. Hey, um, all this shit that's near a river on the coast. Forty-five counties starting next week. Yeah, that seems to be, and it should be obvious. And and we we talk about. Um, you know, a green jobs or a green new deal. Fucking great. And this is what it should be. These, these, this should be the talk. Hey, all the shit that's in the way of getting flooded, we should move it. Right. That's, we should, we should move it. It's to, to, to think about it any other way is, is fucking insane. It's fucking, Oh, Hey, this gas station awning fell over. We probably shouldn't build it there. Right. Right. That's not where people should live. Right. And, and I, I, I understand because I've been there a lot of, very, very poor people live in areas that would be flooded, and they don't have the money to to move. And first, nobody should be in that situation. Um, we should have a better social safety net than that. And second, then we should move them. We should move them. And that's it. That should be. We should like. We hey, do it for them, and I. You know, we if it's their whole family, whatever. It's fine. It's fine. We got plenty of room. We can move it. The, the, like. And, and what's fucked up about that is that if you stand up anywhere and you're like, hey, all the people that could die from flooding, we should have a social mobility program but, where we move them. Right. We, should, we should have the army involved. We should just fucking move right. them. That's considered radical. But, the obvious thing, the shit that's built in the wrong area should not be there. And, and we you, shouldn't be building anymore. we shouldn't build anymore. Which is fucking insane. Charleston growing. It's, it's, oh, it's blowing and, up off the chain. That place is a Myrtle Beach. fucking piece of shit. Yeah, so that's... The that's, only good thing is Bill Murray lives there. That's, that's the second thing I wanted to get into. All right. Okay. So, so anyway, so Hurricane Florence, why are we surprised? 
nothing has changed. Um, so moving on to the next topic we wanted to cover as we were thinking about Hurricane Florence and the aftermath and the shitty coverage of it is we just straight up wanted to talk some shit about the Carolina coast. Yeah. Uh, we lived in Charlotte for a handful of years. We've lived all over, as, as, as you'll come to, to hear from our stories. Um, but uh, Casey, I wanted to ask you, I, I thought you had a great encapsulation of it the other day. Um, tell me, uh, just describe the landscape uh, on most of the greater Carolinas outside of the big cities. Okay, so the great thing about it is you can see it all from the highway. Um, because everybody kind of lines the highway. So um, you'll see a, I mean, one of the biggest McMotherfucking mansions you'll ever see in your life, um, right on the highway, like, like the highway. front door facing the highway. Yeah, you live... 100 you, feet from the fucking freeway. You live five hours from any good job, and you're like, I am all about the rural lifestyle, and I can just, my money goes further in Jesus the country. Jesus is there. This is where I can raise my kids... And, and not you, worry about them fucking libs fucking teaching them about non-God shit. This is real America. And and you build your McMansion on a quarter acre facing a state highway where you just hear traffic all day. Yeah. yeah. But what's more interesting is is those, it's like one in ten are those. The other ones are trailers, tarps, I mean, barely homes. And I say that not because of, of I would never live in that. I'm saying that because like the trailers were rusted out and I'm sure they leaked. Um, but outside of the trailers had, you know, the hundred year loans for vehicles that they couldn't afford, which is like, I don't blame the people. <laughs> this is the world we fucking live in. And, um, and, um, and then, you know, you get, you know, you get some weird barbecue shack that, you know, they're serving some animals that you don't want to know about. And, um, it, it gets creepier the the closer you get to the coast, and then the coast suddenly turns into mostly, you know, wealthy or wealthier people. Now, not not all those people are millionaires um, by any means. Most of them aren't millionaires, but um, they're wealthier than the people that are living in the trailers that are falling apart. And um, by and large, these people are um, science deniers. I guess you'd call it that. I don't know how you can deny science, but um, I, I guess that's what they are. They they um, they believe God controls the wind and the and the ocean and everything, and um, you know they're not going to change for anything. And if they feel like they deserve to live on the coast, they deserve to live on the coast and fuck everybody else. Um, they're mostly racist. Um, they're all real sexist, and um, you know your average Christian. So um, we we kind of had a fascination of the of the Carolinas. Um, and the, the Blue Ridge Parkway, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah, and I would say we, I mean, we, the we romanticize nice. it. We always talk, we'll live in the Carolinas someday. We'll live in the Carolinas someday. And we did. We lived in Charlotte, but what we learned is it's just South Ohio. Yeah, uh, North Carolina is really South Ohio. Yeah. That's our favorite joke. Uh, we didn't steal it off Twitter. That's ours. Um, so if you want to credit us, if you're going to steal that on Twitter, you have to uh, hashtag. No, we uh, don't want to be mentioned on social media, so. Just know that you're doing a bad thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. This this Cut podcast. Yourself, maybe. Uh, this podcast and these two hosts. Uh, none of our cats exist on social media. We don't. We have any we're cats. we're social media deniers. Don't believe it exists. It's fake world. You're staring at a screen. Uh, anyway, our your description of the the Carolinas I've always liked. Um, you talk about McMotherfucking mansions on state highways. You know, two hundred thousand dollars of car loans and driveways, uh, beaches with houses that don't 
belong. And, oh, yeah, uh, the, pe- an- pe- people the animal vac- agriculture. The I forgot to bring about that. Yeah, the, Those the, aren't off the highway, though. No, they don't want people to see that. They hide the animal agriculture. Yeah, the people vacationing, like nothing's going on. Um, what's funny is if you look for rural land in North Carolina, you're like, why is this O? Uh, just so, so just, uh, just a little uh, trick here, trick of the trade here. You, you, you're probably out there wondering, like, well, if I, you know, I can't. I don't know. I don't want to live in the path of a hurricane. They just told me I had to move. Right. Um, if you pull up a house on Zillow, especially if you're looking for acreage, um, make sure you pull it up on Google Maps next. Yeah. So you're not living next to a hog farm lagoon. Yeah. Or some, yeah. you know, that a is, million chicken that factory. Is, is just, it's just as bad as living right next door to a coal power plant. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe but worse. Maybe worse. Could be worse. So, uh, so I've always liked uh, your encapsulation, encapsulation of of the North Carolina landscape. It reminds me of that old Chris Rock joke where he's like, you, have you driven around this motherfucker? Yeah. You know, outside of the big cities, um, it's a shithole. Yeah, it really is. It's a fucking shithole. It really it's is. It's not these majestic farms I, like you see on And on I would argue cartons. in the cities, it kind of sucks too because there's all these self-righteous um, Christians that are just, just, just terrible to be around. They're just kind of just like the worst of the worst people. Yeah. So, uh, uh, so yeah. Again, where we we submit that there are some nice things about Carolina. Hey, if you can afford to live in Raleigh, Durham, or the Research Triangle, that's or fucking, Asheville, or Asheville, those places are awesome. They're played out though. But you cannot get out of the machine if you're in one of those two places. Yeah, and that's the unfortunate thing. You want to live somewhere cool. You're in the machine enough that you don't have time to yeah. enjoy it. Um, ask us about our time in Colorado. Times plural. Yes. Um, and so anyway, so the Carolina is nice. Even some of the the beaches are nice. Uh, like we vacationed all along the coast, yeah. you know, like we, yeah. uh, you know, we, we were part of the problem. We were driving everywhere. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, but, but the Carolinas, uh, the, especially on the coast, you have beach communities that shouldn't exist. The McMansions, uh, animal at uh, the, the pig farms, like, uh, and the, and the turkey, t- ch- chicken and turkey farms. Yeah. All, all of the, all of the bacon that you're eating today, if you're, you're eating this over breakfast or likely comes from, or if Carolinas. you're about to go to Bojangles. Oh, gross. Um, Don't do that. I'm, I'm sort of wondering if Chick-fil-A is going to have a, a flood wrap, a flow flood wrap, flow, 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 flood wrap. Well, that's a good question. I, I wonder, the I Florence guess they, it depends on what, um, Jesus told them to do. Yeah, well, they can't just let all those chickens rot in the flood water. Oh, no, they'll be used. They're are you kidding me? Those are going to be fed to the children. Yeah, yeah. The the uh, you know, the, I saw some something like fifty one million chickens dead after Florence. Um, where are those going to the dump? Mm-mm. Yeah, it, I mean, they'll say, "Oh, we buried them in a mass grave." Oh, Bullshit. perfect. And, perfect. But they did all these disease yeah. flood. Uh, coal ash soaked yeah. chickens. We're just going to bury those. Yeah, awesome. That's great. That's 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 the broader North Carolina outside of the cities. North and yeah. South Carolina is uh, hog farm lagoons and chicken houses now all flooded. Uh-huh. So again, mm-hmm. uh, we talked about Hurricane Florence. Everyone's worried about the wind speed, um, and uh, we, we talk nothing at all about all of the dumb shit that we have put in the way of the wind and the water. Yeah. Um, so uh, you mentioned Bill Murray. Uh, yeah. and, um, uh, you know, Savannah, Charleston, Myrtle Beach, Hilton Head, um, and we're going to talk specifically about Topsail Beach here in a minute. Uh, but, uh, you know, the, the coast is experiencing record growth now. Yeah. yeah Charleston is, is now, you know, like it's, every other. It's the Bill Murray capital of the country. It's, it wants to be the Silicon Valley capital of Bill Murray. Yeah. And there's a lot of, you yeah. know, dumb 
uh, tech startups? What kind of tech startups in, in, in Charleston? Oh, I'm sure they all are somehow related to pig fat. Yeah, they're how to uh, there's there's a tech startup that's that's making like um, pig fat flavored ice cubes that stay frozen <laughs> forever. It's a subscription service. Yeah, uh, by some uh, pig fat farming uh, fifth generation fail yeah. son. It's it's a like, nanotechnology. Yeah, uh, doesn't have any coding skills of his own, but he's like, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go into Charleston and um, I'm gonna use. Uh, use these uh, ill-gotten gains um, from my trust fund right. because uh, you know before we were here, we used to have slaves. This used to be a plantation, so and we wish it was that way still. Yeah, and so, but you know what? I'm 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 cosmopolitan now, so I'm going to go all the way into the big city in Charleston, and we're going to start our big yeah. pig fat subscription. You know, bacon's really popular. We're going to have bacon flavored scarves, right. right? All of that stuff. Right. Um, I bet that's a real diverse workplace too. Yeah, super diverse workplace. Because, by the way, Charleston is so fucking segregated and racist. It's crazy. Yeah, Charleston is interesting. I mean, like, maybe maybe you've been there. Like, it's a beautiful city. Like, the architecture, it is right well, on it's, the Well, yeah, it's it's really old and stuff. But, you know... It, historic building pattern. Yeah, historic yeah, building walkable. pattern. Yeah, yeah, it's super walkable. But not for you. Not for us, even. No, uh, Maybe no. for the tourists, but not for you if you want to live there. Certainly not for the people that have lived there their entire lives. It's not right, for them anymore. Right, No, no. Uh, that situation is playing out all over. It's for rich the white country. people, um, and and so, um, but especially as these places continue to grow, as Wilmington continues to grow, um, uh, the you know we talked about being stuck on a loop. Uh, these like there is an influx of population to all of these vulnerable areas. Well, and what's funny is, is it, you know, these places are supposedly turning, quote unquote, you know, super like liberal places, like cool places, like, you know, where all the progressive people live or whatever. But yet these people, these people are, but they're, they're like the worst climate deniers. They're worse than the religious climate, climate deniers because here they are moving to these coastal cities, right? And they're, you know, getting their, their, you know, pork, pork ice cubes, and they're drinking <laughs> bourbon with their pork ice cubes pork with ice Bill cube, Murray, and app. it's like, you know, everything's fucking great. Like, and wait, but you know, we love our you, farmers market bike share Saturdays. Yeah, and but they're still they're commuting and they're working in these jobs that are probably doing something terrible Driving to the environment. Big SUVs. Yeah, and it's but like we're woke liberals. But, we're millennial woke. Yeah, liberals. and we we we're with her. Still with her. Still with her. And uh, so, so yeah, that's the other that's the other anachronistic behavior that's still happening from people that quote accept the climate change. Yeah, they're science. like we accept it, but um, we're gonna move to the coast. But I still have to buy stupid plastic toys for kids for Christmas. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, we still we still we accept the climate change science, but we're still going to exhibit all the behaviors of an insane society yeah. that's actually doing. Nothing about it. And that's that's probably KC and I's biggest confusion right now. And part of the reason that we're talking to ourselves, surrounded by our cats, and maybe you, if you're listening, is we, we can't figure out how how all these dire warnings exist, and yet no behavior change is expected of us. And and we're, we're well, that's because the politicians have to have to tell us what the rules are, or the media more, or the media, yeah. yeah, like oh oh oh, okay, so now there's a law enacted that um, we're only supposed to drive a certain amount of miles a day. I mean, first of all, most people would fucking their hearts would be broken. Yeah. Um, but like. 
I mean, that's really what we need is is because because the government isn't ever going to do that. Like we need to self say, you know what? Fuck this. I'm not driving more than ten miles a week. Yeah, and 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 there's there's some dumbass like uh, you mentioned. I'm with her. There's some dumbass like you know Hillary communications department. Um, you know, flunkies that are like, okay, we're going to take th- take these big donor connections. And we care about climate change. And so what we're going to do, and the celebrity endorsements worked out so well for Hillary. So we're going to get The Rock and like Susan Sarandon together, and we're going to do a billboard campaign. Well, first like, of all, I'll just have to tell you, Susan Sarandon wouldn't do anything for Hillary Clinton. Oh, you're right. I, I missed that. That, that so, was, that so, was. Uh, so, 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 <laughs> so if we had, if we had a, um, I didn't want to get a phone call. <laughs> Hey, fuck you. Me and Tim want nothing to do with Hillary. I'm sorry. Well, uh, The Rock and uh, Cynthia Nixon, since she doesn't have anything to do right now. Oh, fuck her. They're, they're going to get together. And uh, so uh, the, I, th- there's, this, there's this, this idea that maybe we can start a nonprofit and then set up billboards. It's like, hey, and move it, to the coast. Just build your house like a foot. Yeah, higher. and they, they'll sell bumper stickers because that promotes driving around and showing what you think about the environment. And um, maybe some plastic um, bracelets to show tote how bags. much you care. Tote bags. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We need free stuff. I mean, if we yeah. don't get free stuff, why would we give? Yeah. And so, um, and maybe you could just, um, you should just hashtag your support for The Rock telling everyone that uh, they should they should consider their housing choices as opposed to us as a society figuring out another way to organize uh, and right. not build where we're going to. Well, because let's just let's just face it, since we are moving and we have been for a long time, you know, electing um, celebrities because we you know, we've done this before. It's the only way. It's the only way. So um, FDR was a celebrity and he was great. <laughs> quote unquote great supposedly they're all great we can't talk bad about the dud you know um is he dead um <laughs> <laughs> she's she's honestly doesn't know that I honestly she don't. was that obstinate in his yeah story. his story is bullshit bullshit so, yeah um um yeah um so so we let's we can just keep having celebrities sit on the throne but we have to realize that those celebrities won't do shit for us so you can be like ooh oh our president is in people magazine or the inquirer i'm going to read about it this is so cool but like realize that with that like they're not going to be like all right no more gasoline yeah hey hey um uh they like everybody to like them even when they don't like them they just want the attention so yeah, everything's stuck on a loop. We've we supposedly reached the end of history, uh, Francis Fukuyama. Uh, bullshit, obviously. But if we are, it's because we're stuck in a loop. It's not because we we've, we've completed all of the hard tasks of building a civilization. It's because that uh, we've gone insane in the face of obvious changes that we need to make to this civilization, and we are completely unable to uh, not only like forget trying to change. Uh, things forget trying to organize society differently. We're we're even unable to diagnose well, these problems correctly. I, I would like to just interrupt and say I think the bigger thing here is that we have we have forgotten that we are part of nature, whether we like it or not. Which also means that 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 we're part of that hurricane, climate change or not. We there is a feedback loop in everything that we choose to do, whether we choose to drive that, you know, 40 miles um, to go hike in the mountains or we decide to stay home and learn how to plant vegetables. You know, there's <laughs> there's a disconnect that we need to fix. Mm-hmm. And if we don't do that, 
we will never, we weren't, we weren't going to survive this. Yeah. And I, I really like the way you put that. It reminds me of that, that billboard, which it's kind of a mind fuck billboard. It's, it's stated so simply and uh, simply, and I, I don't know if it's some like F dot plan or, or, you know, someone finally got their way, but, uh, it's, it's, uh, you're not sitting in traffic. You are traffic. Yeah. And, and that, that's good, right? That's, that's like an, that's like a, that's a fucking mind bomb. Wow. That, that was on the Florida it. government. I think it was, maybe I saw it in Colorado. So we've lived all over oh, the place. Okay. So I, I can't keep my fucking, okay. my, my DOT billboard straight. Gotcha. But the idea that you're sitting in traffic and uh, you're not sitting in traffic. You are traffic. Yeah. I like the idea that we we are the hurricane. We 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 absolutely are. And 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 the thing is, is that you know we keep trying to manage. We we try to manage wildlife. We try to manage land. We try to manage animals and all this. And I don't know if anybody's noticed, but um, we suck at managing. Well, and then there's and then so not only do we suck at managing uh, the natural environment, we don't manage ourselves. Yeah, we, we can't manage like the only thing we don't manage we don't manage our population. No, and we no. don't manage and we don't talk about it. You're not supposed to talk about that. So it's like we have this idea that we can fix things that we can we can uh, that we can engineer a way out of it, and then and then when a hurricane comes, which is our doing, we are that hurricane. Where the idea we are flow. It's a hashtag. We are flow. The the idea is that how how can we we, well, we can't manage this? How can how can we can't how we got to be able to way engineer a way. To sort of uh, like the, like the movie uh, Twister, if we could just get a bunch of those <laughs> little movie. floating Fuck balls, <laughs> and we could we could get the aircraft, the the Hurricane Hunters aircraft, to just drop millions of these balls in, and maybe the balls could have uh, they could have fidget spinners on the inside uh, that just maybe it maybe, just distracts it, maybe distract the hurricane. It could blow it off course just a few degrees, yeah. and it could go hit. Uh, an island where brown people live, yeah. like uh, like you mentioned earlier with Hurricane yeah. Maria in Puerto yeah. Rico. Yeah. If it hits the brown people, we're probably okay with it. Yeah, we're totally cool with it. Whatever. And and uh, and so hopefully we can engineer our way out of that. So anyway, so that's a loop we're stuck in. We're we we know we supposedly know all this shit, all of us, and yet we, we are the smartest dumb people in the world. Yeah, and we the, the the most intelligent animals, and yet we've put ourselves in harm's way. We are the hurricane, and um, I know we really have to t- we have to stop being superior because I, I don't know if anybody realizes this, but we all know climate change is our doing, right? It's our doing. So who's the dumbest species on the planet? It's fucking us. Yeah, yeah. Period. The, the intelligence scale needs to account for has destroyed their own habitat. Like oh we create we but we know how to how to split an atom, yeah that's not a good thing. Yeah, but they <laughs> shit in their own bed, so you know if the elephants are going to judge us, they're going to be like I don't think what they're doing is working. Yeah, yeah. Objectively, yeah. All right, so stuck in a loop in terms of how we talk about things, stuck in a loop, and even how the quote woke among us, uh, among us, uh, uh, deal with it and deal with our migration patterns, our driving, our SUV buying, and. Uh, uh, Specifically, I want to talk about this this video. It's actually it, it predates uh, Hurricane Florence. Um, it's from the the Raleigh News and Observer. We're going to play a clip here, and then I would encourage you to look it up. It's called "Whose Job Is It to Save North Topsail Beach?" Topsail Beach, North Topsail Beach, uh, is one of these uh, communities. It's a if if you ignore um, everything that's wrong with the human population, it's one of these beautiful areas of the country, but extremely low lying land. They've already started to uh, destroy and take down some of the houses there, 
uh, because the seas have risen. But they but they're still quote unquote managing the beach. Yeah. So we just want to play Which some of this clip. Is if if you do, you should really watch it because just the visual is astonishing. Yeah. So so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna cut we're gonna cut in here with some north topsail action and um and uh, please do watch it in full without us uh, blabbing in your head. But in case you're too lazy to do that, uh, we'll provide some commentary. All right, so uh, we're going to play this clip now of uh, whose job is it to save North Topsail Beach. Barrier islands have always moved, and beaches have always been eroded, you know, more Agreed. so when you have storms. Agreed, agreed. So he's right about that. The beaches have always that's, eroded. That's actually what beaches do. Yeah, they, 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 he just... He, With so, or without climate so change. So instantly right away, we're talking about a... Like, again, this is known. This is a barrier island that we know erodes. They've always eroded. Okay, remember the title of this. Whose job is it to save the thing that we know is going to change? Right. Right? Okay. We're just not all in agreement as to how to fix it. There's not a fix yeah, besides no, moving. This is our biggest flaw. We think we can fix things. Can't fix it, Jay. Jay Beach resident. He's enjoying the waves. Hmm, how do we fix this? This thing, that, this thing that has moved. Whose job is it to save when the beach? When you buy a house down here, you decide whether you want front row or second row. When you choose the front row, you get what you choose. Tough you know, love from what Greg. you ask for. Yep. No, Agreed. He's right. He's right. Agreed. You get what you ask for. The problem with erosion along our beaches and erosion... Can we, can we just stop that, that for a second? There's not a problem with erosion. It's not a problem. We've created the, that problem yeah. because we've put houses there. This is the loop we're stuck in. It's the, the actually problem. not a problem. We're not telling the right stories. Those are man-made because we built okay, in he's the got wrong that right. place. So, so this is a great part of the video where they show these ghost houses that have already been eclipsed by the waves by you know, 20, 30 feet. It's really astonishing. Aston and, and then you look at the rest of these houses and you're like, they're, they're barely a foot above. Yeah, 35 or so years ago when this property was built, the ocean was nowhere near to where our buildings were. Yeah. Anyone looking at where they were built and where the ocean was and how the beach was would, would never think, well, gee, you shouldn't build it. But I'm going yeah, to push back on that because the fact, I mean, we all know it's, it's sand, right? This is the same motherfucker that said the barrier islands have always changed. Yeah, so this is what sand and water do. Sand gets pulled out to sea, it gets flattened, and the water comes in. That's what happens. And see, like, th and this guy is actually the one of the more sympathetic voices on the video, and because he's just an old dude. He's like, he's just like a fucking. I worked, whatever. Now I have a fucking shitty kind of condo on the. Don't beach get or me started on old dudes. In any case, it, like he's following the path that's been laid out for him. To to King's North's point that like he, like he the story that he's been told is that well you know you just move the beach when you get old and then you know right whatever so but it, but he's at least thinking he's at least like, like no it actually like it's risen a lot I I, I think he's not a climate denier but no no sure. definitely not definitely not but but in any case yeah yeah like the premise of this the idea that we can fix it. The shoreline near New River Inlet on the north end of North Topsail Beach is very strongly influenced by the inlet. 
This is some scientist. Stable thing. side of the inlet and an unstable side. Oh yeah, stable and side and unstable side. Yeah. No, uh, again, chaos theory. It's like the only dumbass uh, humans would think that we could. Well, this has been stable on whose timeline? On yeah. the timeline of your average retiree? Yeah. No, it's never been stable. You no. fucks. Every few decades, it may go the other way. So oh really? That doesn't sound stable at all. Stable for the last ten or twenty Ooh, years. Oh, stable for. Stable. Okay, well, see, at least it, he, at least he's saying it's not going to be stable well, forever. See, but what still, you, what you got is a stable side, and you got yeah. a none. You've got this guy with the, I'll just go ahead and say, if he lived in Brooklyn, he'd be like King Hipster. Great mustache. Um, but this is this is starting at universities, and I'm talking quote unquote liberal universities yep. are teaching the wrong things to people. And I know this guy is old, but I bet you it's not that much different at a lot of schools. They're still teaching this well. You just need to engineer your way out of the problem. But the thing is, is there's not a problem. The problem is, is you've chosen to create a problem to fix. So this is the beach is eroding about a foot a year. But uh, this north topsail beach is eroding by about I five feel feet like per year. If, if you maintain your beaches, re-nourish your beaches. This is the mayor. This is the mayor. This is the mayor. Can I just say, re-nourish your beaches. That's awesome. By yeah. planting more human beings to shit in the ocean. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Yeah, let's let's talk about nourishing the beaches. Yeah, you'll be fine. Oh yeah, you'll be fine. 2012, 13. It's, it's totally normal to think, you know, all these beach communities, they just they need more tractors, they need more bulldozers and sand, and then you'll be fine. If um, it, listen, there's there's like a thousand rich people that own vacation houses here that they rent out, and if each one of them just had a field of road graders and an endless supply of sand. Well, and I think, I think what happens too is we, when we're in the machine as into the, into the machine as much as these people have are, which I have to say, I've never been in the machine that much. I'm lucky, I guess. Um, but you don't even know how to see the world in any other way besides to manage. Like they can't imagine, well, let's move everybody. But, what about the jobs and what about the money and what about the businesses and what about this and what about that? What about the people that own quote unquote million dollar right. homes? And it's like the answer should be fuck them. Yeah, fuck them. We're about two minutes into this. It's not too much longer. Reposition the inlet channels to a preferred location. Oh yeah, yeah. We're gonna the, the, again hear that. If we just position, if we just move the river to preferred, this is a, this. This guy, is an engineer. Yeah. Okay. This Coastal is an engineer, and he has been taught that if a person wants to live somewhere, we will engineer engineer a way yeah. to making that possible. Yeah. So remember that hurricane that hurricanes are natural disasters. Just remember that next time. Would eventually lead to a buildup on on the north end of North Tops. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It worked pretty good for the about first 18 months. Oh, and really? <laughs> that means it didn't work. Yeah, I think if it only worked for 18 months, means it's a fucking failure. They, they showed the progress of these road graders just like piling, just yeah. like miles just and miles bullshit. of sand. Up. Oh, it worked for 18 months. Which, by the way, anybody who's been to a beach, you'll be surprised to know that there's probably not one beach in America that doesn't add sand. Yeah. Right away and eventually kind of went back to where it was before the project was built. Oh, you don't say. Okay, and then another we'll great shot. Yeah, again. this picture is great. These, There's just, there's like a, Nothing I don't know if it's here. a family, it's our young young people, and then some old people sitting on the beach, just loving the beach with, it looks like a fucking disaster movie. It's it's the fucking apocalypse. It's just these giant sandbags. Car-sized sandbags. Car-sized sandbags just piled, and it's like, yeah, whatever. And, and, and like, imagine the infrastructure cool. going around to save and this And these people house. probably drove from like, 
fucking yeah. Charlotte or some shit. The, the erosion has the ero- the beach has eroded so much. This is a house that hasn't been knocked down yet. It w- it, w- it, it will it will be. And these people are basically sitting in the side yard of the house. Like that the the front door of the beach is the side yard of this house. Yeah. yeah. As as and they're just yeah we got our umbrella and we're yeah, just uh, we just got our koozies and our wine coolers and uh, this is North Carolina North Carolina vacation right here. These are learning statewide is that beach nourishment is very effective under moderate erosion rates. Beach nourishment is very effective under modern erosion rates. Yeah. Yeah, great. That, okay. No. Okay, first of all, we know that that's not the case. And second of all, bullshit. Bullshit. Exposures. What they're learning the hard way in some cases is that when you get near inlets, Beach nourishment is not effective on its own. Oh, yeah. The in- well, the problem is the inlets. The way that the Jesus, Lord, and Savior designed these inlets, yeah. it, 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 it didn't uh, provide for the appropriate GDP growth on the North Carolina coast. One is clearly one of the options that has the potential to solve some of the problems and extend the lifetime of beach nourishment. Mm-hmm. All it does is stop erosion just down drift of that terminal groin. The reef condominiums which has sandbags under and those sandbags are protecting New River Inlet Road. You should talk about a snowball effect. The town is going to be... And I think the pause there, the snowball effect, it's funny that it's very true that it's a snowball effect, but again, these are all manufactured problems. Yeah. So, so like, thoughts and prayers, guys. That's all I'm going to give you. Good luck. Good luck. ...for a terminal groin that might protect a small portion of the northern end of each island, but... Who benefits from that? Just mm. the northern end of the island. Oh, you so looked at the 30 or 50 year cost of engineering that inlet. You could purchase all those houses, relocate them, <laughs> buy lots somewhere I else. I mean, honestly. And let that inlet do its natural. See, he's at least submitting that at the end. The mayor's kind of a dipshit, but yeah. at least he says that at the end. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe we should just buy these houses and move these and the fact that there's any of any see, other program see, here's up for my issue is, is i'm i'm all for relocation and p- buying and paying but not to people who are rich no oh, see that's no. a Hillary program is like means testing yeah well, oh, well what do you mean well the idea the idea that like rich uh, rich kids shouldn't get free college fuck rich kids are you kidding me? You got a fucking trust fund? Fuck you. Bernie's plan was for everyone. Yeah, but the thing is, is his plan is different. His plan isn't to, to pay somebody a million dollars for their quote-unquote million-dollar home that's well, going to be worth nothing in a fucking year. Well, well, here's what I say about this. is like, yeah, like a, like a, a national like bailout the rich people. Like it, what I would rather see is just um, fuck your house if you want to live there. Uh, well, yeah, that's the thing is, is uh, these people are, are mostly none of none of these people on this beach are poor. Yeah, so we, poor. we need to make that establish like these people are they may not be rich people, but they all have they're, they're doing good. They're doing OK. Yeah. And so so I am just not OK with like saying, OK, well, like these people are choosing to stay here. They're not like, well, I have nowhere to go. No, they're like, this is where I live. And there's no there's been no reporting here as opposed to like where the money is coming from for, for all these like, right. dickhead projects. Right. Uh, you know, probably is there federal disaster management? Probably is there state money coming from people? I'm that sure. I'm sure. Um, I'm sure these people's taxes don't reflect how much money is going into saving. This yeah. Stuff. And we and we know how Quote much unquote, of, we, we know how much of a giveaway to rich folks is the, the national flood insurance program. But yeah. um, so anyway, uh, as as per usual this is a very great story and a good video um but uh not great reporting uh, as per usual for for our, our, our current method of operation with with the media no small town 
with a $3 million a year budget could afford to move 39 homes in the condominium complex. So we, so, so we need the federal government to step in yeah. so we can we yeah. move them off the island. So the only way to move them would be tear them down. Or just leave Whose them and fucking stop yeah. Shut off the services. I don't know. Do you come to the beach? Well, I think it's save everybody's the beach. job to it's save the beach. We no. have a vested interest no. in, in maintaining. It's, you, there, the it's beach is fine. The, the beach, beach is cool. The beach is like, and yeah. And that's just it. The beach does not need saving. And we have to stop assuming that every part of the planet is for us. Seeing that because that's the major recreational resource that we go to the beach for. But it doesn't right have to be wrong, that I, fucking I beach. And you don't have to have fucking houses there. Protect them from all kinds of things. Is it everybody's job to save your house or save my pier? No, that's on you. But to save the sanctity of our beaches, I feel that the entire state of North Carolina is responsible. Mm, yeah, so if we could just get the, the black people who live in shitty schools to just deal with shitty schools longer. Right, so the, the money can come to save our beaches. The beaches are still going to be okay. The beaches are always going to be there. They may change location a little bit, but... It may not have the softest hand if we stop fucking adding all the sand. Like, let's fucking just stop. All right. So that's North Topsail Beach. Uh, and as far as it shouldn't exist as a vacation community, uh, maybe just let it go back to nature. Again, obvious answer, not something that we can discuss. There is no saving the beach, to Casey's point. Uh, the beach does not need to be motherfucking saved, and we have to stop thinking that we can manage our way out of this. Would you tell Engineer. me the other day that, that we need to we need <laughs> we need to be fired? We need, we need to put Earth under new management. Yeah, Earth needs to be under new management. Fucking right now, I call I, I raise hands for the elephants personally. Yeah. Um, I just think they're the probably you know the the smartest on on the planet. Yeah, elephants. Uh, it, it, there's a there's a church nearby. What is what is the bear oh, yeah. say? Um, um, under new under new management counseling now available yeah it says a uh, new new pastor new oh no vision. yeah new pastor new vision yeah, yeah, the, yeah. there's a church nearby yeah. us that says new pastor new vision That's i so want to go in there and just make that guy run away yeah and if we really want to manage this instead of bringing sand in instead of thinking that we can engineer a way out of this if we if, if we actually want to be stewards and make sure these places are pristine and make sure that we are out of harm's way as human beings, to have true preservation, we need to have self-control. Yeah, and, I, I, fucking A, man. Fucking some, a little bit of goddamn self-control. And we don't have that as a species, which is why we shouldn't be fucking surprised. We're yeah. going to take a break. Mayor James Jameson doesn't want to save our beaches. He says we should all move. What's the matter, James? Scared of a little storm? If James can't stand up to a little hurricane, how's he gonna manage our budget? Hi, I'm Tim Thomas. I've got the courage to maintain a fiscal responsibility to the 39 hedge funders who own million-dollar beach homes through various LLCs, shell companies, and tax depreciation schemes. I'll work on their behalf and the Koch brothers to help a few while the rest suffer. I'll go to Raleigh and Washington to demand answers, and I'll save our beaches for Mexicans and Muslims and millennials. I'll say no to pork barrel spending, like public school lunch vouchers, to save our out-of-town owners from getting a call from their accounting firm. 
I'm Tim Thompson, and I'm fighting for you. Paid for by the National Sand Mines Defense Council. I'm Tim Thompson, and I approve this message. Um, <coughs> uh, segment changing, surviving Irma. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, transition. We've talked a lot about today of um, Hurricane Florence and the aftermath, and really m more so the run-up to it and, uh, and, and how we're stuck in a loop, uh, made fun of... Uh, people dealing with climate change directly uh, on the North Carolina coast who are also stuck in their own loop. Um, and uh, before you think that we don't have any sympathy for hurricane victims, uh, we do. We have um, some sympathy for, or we have a lot of sympathy for Puerto Rico. Uh, just want to let you know about our experience in living through Hurricane Irma, which happened uh, about one year ago uh, to the date, almost one year ago to the week, right? So before we get to Irma, um, uh, we live uh, in Florida, and uh, before Irma, maybe a year before Irma, um, we had a little bit of a rude awakening uh, about the power of these storms. Um, and Casey, I want you to talk about when we came home from the airport. We had lived here about a year, and although you're a weather geek, uh, and you pay attention to the weather a lot more than I do, we sort of knew there was a storm coming, and it was a tropical storm, but I don't even think it registered that it was a big deal. Um, talk about that night that we drove home from the airport uh, into that tropical storm. Well, first I'll start out with saying that it was like a big deal to land hmm. um, because it was like the storm was coming. We didn't know if the fly, flight was going to be canceled, and we're like, it's just a fucking storm, people. Jesus Christ. A tropical storm's we not had, a hurricane. Yeah, we had lived in the state of Florida for like, two months maybe at most but we had seen the storms i mean there's the thunderstorms here are crazy they they happen constantly in the summer uh, it's called rainy season so we just didn't think it was a big deal we landed it was like oh we landed it's not even bad oh cool we still didn't just didn't think it was a big deal um so we were driving home and you know it was the middle of the night it was dark we took a red eye from colorado pitch and, black yeah pitch black and i mean it was raining um a little bit, you know, just kind of normal rain, like the normal rain that would make traffic terrible because people always freak out when it rain freaks out when it rains, but it was just normal rain. And as we got closer to the house, it got to the point where, I mean, like we honestly felt like somebody was just standing on the roof with a hose. Like you could not, the windshield wipers were pointless. Yeah. It was, there was no way. I mean, no visibility. I mean, by the time we got to our street, I think um, we were going less than five miles an hour because it was like, I, you couldn't fucking see. You just couldn't see. All the headlights registered was water, we like did, a wall of water. We did this once before in a snowstorm, a whiteout snowstorm where we navigated by GPS. Yeah, technology like, saved us, sadly. Yeah, it was um, like we couldn't see shit. It was like, okay, five miles an hour yeah start to turn left yeah and so that's what this was like just so much rain you couldn't see yeah and yeah you, and you felt like are we in a foot of water are we in i can't tell like the streets yeah. weren't draining yeah but but funny enough even with that amount of rain we were like whoa rain that's crazy we still didn't really register that this this was a named storm like i still yes. didn't i thought that was still just hype i'm like well yeah okay it's got a fucking name so does every fucking storm nowadays like it, they yeah. all have fucking names what's the big deal so when we finally pulled into the house we were still pretty in awe of the amount of rain but um you know the the soil here is sandy so it it, it may pool but it it goes away nearly instantly um and so we kind of went to to survey the property while in the rain in the middle of the night yeah and um, as we were walking back into the house, a enormous tree just fell like 
and missed us by a foot. It, and it, it was the wind. It was the wind. It, it was the it, wind. There yeah. was some crazy wind gusts, like for real. And um, we were like, oh, "What kind of tree was that?" I don't. That's still the one we're trying to find out. That's the one I sent in to get identified. Oh, right, I yeah. don't know what kind of tree it that's was. Right. It was a really pretty tree, though. It was a beautiful tree. Yeah, we've got we've got dozens of species of trees, and we haven't I- identified them all. Yeah, a lot of most of them are oaks and and pines, but there's a few that aren't. We, that. we couldn't identify them, despite technology, despite about oh, five yeah, different I've, tree books. We yeah, yeah. It yeah. was a beautiful even taking tree. it yeah. into to, to the leaf to just. It was about a seventy foot tall tree, and the the top forty feet broke off almost comic like we went through a gate underneath the tree we walk up the hill we're about 30 feet from the tree crack 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 and then it falls right on top of the gate where we had yeah, walked through yeah 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 it was like and we right looked there. at each other in the rain we're like did that just fucking happen yeah that was crazy and we're like yeah we should go the fucking side yeah now we should go outside. so tropical storm. And, i mean granted like I, I grew up in the midwest and when the tornadoes would come i did have to go outside to go look real quick to see if I could see it coming, but if I because you want to see it because you want to see it, it's, an, it's that's a, the point. I mean, come on, it's an it's an amazing thing to see. Holy shit, fucking chemistry and fucking shit, <laughs> physics and yeah. shit just did that. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Now let's run to the basement. Yeah. You know, um, so yeah, I, but I have to admit, after that, after that tree experience, I'm like. Oh, we should probably pay attention to yeah. And tropical storm, we're talking about you know, forty-five, fifty mile an hour yeah, 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 or yeah. Like yeah. That. So much rain, so, so I mean, much it, fucking in fucking insane. How much rain? I mean, in fucking insane. And so then after after that, I think we had maybe that year was that was it. Then the next the next year was the Irma year, and we had we did have another tropical storm that year. I can't remember yeah. the name of it, but we prepared we prepared enough where we said let's not go outside or drive. Which is a really smart thing. I'm just going to go ahead and recommend that. Tropical storms don't drive or stand outside by trees. Yeah, and, and don't get, you know, the rain is massive. But okay, so, 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 that was so that was sort of a precursor for the run-up to Irma. So yeah. just like you saw with Florence where, you know, there was two weeks of like, how many black people are going to die? And will there be this mm-hmm. destruction? Will it be better than one of these disaster movies? Or uh, Well, I would like to point out, too, it's, 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 it's watching poor, poor minorities... Um, suffer, but also there's a little it's bit a national of national pastime. There, it's a little bit of um, ooh, look at the 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 million dollar house. Will it withstand it? Will Let's it hope up? it does. Will it stand? Like up? you're cheering for the rich house. Well, I'm yeah, not. Some vacationer is very perturbed right now. Yeah, timeshares. You know. Anyways, um, so we we definitely got a little. We got a taste of of what a a, a named storm can yeah. do. Yeah. So we're like, okay, okay, not fucking around. So so you know, three weeks out, it's like. Hey, there's a storm called Irma. Irma, yeah. Uh, and we're thinking like, okay, we should pay attention to that. And oh, it looks like it's going to be a hurricane. Um, if you remember Irma, there was uh, a lot of consternation because it was supposed to go right over Miami at first. Yeah, which which that's a that's a uh, let's just face it, we care more if people people or animals that we love are living in the area, and that was the case for for Miami. So we were a little like, oh shit, you know. Come, come escape to us, which then it turned out, oh, it's not going to hit Miami as bad. It's actually going to come straight for us. It kind of, and, and we didn't understand Florida geography. We sort of, we're starting to understand it now, but uh, Miami is kind of on the south uh, eastern coast. It sort of swung around Miami, went up 
kind of through Fort I mean, they Myers. still they still got Tampa. hit because they got t- yeah, they tornadoes still got hit, and but stuff. But when we think of the, the, the eye hitting and the, the 10 to 15, you know, mile wide eye or whatever, right. where the highest wind speeds are, sort of came up through Fort Myers, Tampa, went up through Ocala, Gainesville. That was, right. that was sort of the track for Irma. But I, I would like to, to point out that they were not right in any point of that that storm oh, track. Yeah. There was not one there. I mean, I, NOAA can kiss my ass because they may have like cool gadgets that fly into the eye of the storm, but that still doesn't tell them where that eye is going to go. And, and sure, maybe they can have a basic, you know, yeah. idea. It's going to head north at some point, but to, to actually show the tracking and say it's going to go to this place is fucking wrong. Yeah. We, we that's were, the, that's the first thing we learned. We were joking in the run up to, to, um, Florence that the and so this this is a tip for you out there if you the best possible position for you to be when a hurricane is coming 48 hours before the hurricane comes you want the storm track to be right over your house because yeah. it definitely will not because it, it definitely will not hit hit your house if, like two days before the hurricane comes it's like it's gonna murder us you're fine you're fine. You're like, yeah. no, that's cool. Yeah. So so needless to say we you know having experienced the tropical storm that almost killed us. Um, we were like, fuck, this is a category. I don't remember what it was. It, was it a four? It was It was a major hurricane. At some point, yeah. Yeah, it was a major it, who hurricane. Who knows when it... Again, we talk about the, the categories are a little bit of a misnomer because most of the damage is from flooding and stuff like that and storm surge. So seven, eight, nine, ten days before the hurricane. Okay, so it's it's still 2,000 miles off the coast. Well, and right? I, I would like to also point out that the timing, although they were pretty good with... with Florence, Florence timing was pretty good. It was pretty good, but for for Irma, it kept it, it ended up coming. I think almost six days after they expected yes. it to. It was pretty. But f- yeah, when they by the time they named it and it was like you will die on Monday, it was like it was, it was like, like oh, Sunday it was next Monday. Yeah. Sorry. All right. So before before the the hurricane actually hit us, um, the the stories that we tell about the hurricanes and how to prepare for them and why they're caused, it it it, be- it became clear for us. So we we have we have in stark relief this memory of this tree, you know, 45 mile an hour winds, heavy rains, tree cracks, falls, you know, could have killed us. Uh, and so we're thinking, okay, we're hurricanes serious. You know, we're talking 90, 100 mile an hour, 140 mile an hour winds. And so we had to prepare for that. Uh, but like seven, eight, nine days out, the gas stations went empty. And while everyone sort of in South Florida was evacuating, um, our part of Florida just stopped. Life stopped. Uh, the grocery store was emptied out. And what I remember most is this eerie feeling. And it's the feeling that stuck with me. We boarded up the house. We made all the preparations. We, we lost power for a few days, which we'll talk about in a second. But Casey, bring us back through the feelings that that you remember a week before the storm and how weird it was driving around town and how it felt like if there's if there's one thing that the future has in store, it's not even so much the natural disasters, but it's that eerie feeling of which of these motherfuckers is going to shoot first. Well, I'll, I'll start with, you know, knowing that we had the scare with the tropical storm, um, you know, we were, we were taking it seriously, for sure. Um, but we were taking it seriously in a practical level, not in a historical level. So it's a week out, and I'm like, oh, i got to run to the grocery store. I had to pick up a prescription. 
you know, whatever we need. We need some cashew milk. We need, uh, I don't even know, whatever. Um, yeah, some fruit. Just, yeah, just an average grocery shop. And I, I'm just driving everything normal. I'm pulling in the park. I walk in and I, the shelves are empty. I mean, and I'm, I'm not talking like, oh, it was like low. Like this is a, this is a Publix. Um, I would hate, I, I would love to not give money to them, but that's all we got here. So like the front is usually this display of like, please buy three of these super sugary fatty things because we overstocked them. Those were gone. Um, the normal like big the pyramid of beer, gone. Everything's gone. And I'm like, what the fuck? What, why is, did something happen? Like, was there a distribution problem? And then, so I go to pick up prescriptions and the first thing, are you ready? Am I, am I ready? Yeah, you, are you ready? I, I'm here to make sure you're ready with my prescription for the hurricane. Are you ready? Are you here to stock up? <laughs> I'm like, wait, we don't even know if it's coming near us. What, is that why all the shelves are empty? Well, well yeah. I mean, you know, it's going to be problems. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Okay, I'm like, no, I'm not here. I'm just getting regular stuff, which turns out couldn't get regular. There was nothing except for canned goods, which is fucking hilarious, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> what is the one thing you need? Canned foods. So, um, of course, I didn't get canned foods either because I don't like canned foods. I like fresh foods. But there's, there was really nothing but, like, um, healthy food, which is good for me because I like healthy yeah, food. So the crackers, the cereal. Oh, yeah, the cereal cookies. gone. The cookies gone. Um, meat gone. All the meat. It's a good you know, it's like, I got to fill up my freezer before the power goes out. Yeah. Fucking insane. Right. And uh, all that. That's all the talk. And and um, there was even um, uh, like Publix, like most grocery stores, mostly um, hires <sighs> handicapped people. Is that the way to say it? Anyways, mm, I, I forgiven for thinking. I think these we had this experience. OK, total aside. Right. Have you noticed that in your town? Because we live in... Many towns. Yeah, many towns. And it seems like the grocery stores must be getting some sort of um, tax refund for hiring the special folks that live among us. No degeneration of special folks. No, and I don't think it's all. Because there's definitely some like senior citizens sometimes. And yeah. you know you can tell some college they, kids. They got to have a nice those are, there's fee, Those are few and far between. So we're talking... Like we've, we've, we've lived near all the... Ralph's... King Supers, Safeway, Stop and Shop, Hy-Vee, Price Chopper, uh, Tom Publ Thumb, Publix, Aldi. <laughs> oh, Piggly Wiggly. Yeah, Piggly Wiggly. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, can't, I, I forget. Yeah, we forget all of them. Um, we've lived. We've lived near all all the grocery store chains, uh, Albertsons. And, oh, yeah. and it seems to be this train about 50% of the staff. I have, like, uh, I, I, this is a question. Largely a question. baggers. We'll say baggers. the baggers are definitely, but, but does the checkers sometimes. This too. is a, okay, again, a segue of a segue. Do you remember the lady that you talked to in the, in the King Supers in Colorado? You have to tell the So story. Casey comes out of the grocery store and she's like, I. It was in the bathroom. Yeah, in the bathroom. She comes, she comes out of the bathroom. I'm standing there by the lettuce or whatever. And she's like. Yeah, so this lady's like, hey, can you see me? And you're like, what, bitch? Like, I'm just trying to take a leak. I'm just I'm running errands. She's like, 
I can oh, see yeah, it was a 40. different dim- yeah, it was dimensions. <laughs> it was different dimensions. She thought she was that's right, I remember now. See. She she thought she was in a different dimension she, and Casey she was a lot of weed. Yeah. Um, and she wasn't sure if I was in the same dimension as her. Which first of all, I first thought I'm like, she might be just uber smart. Yeah. Maybe she is in a different fucking dimension sometimes. I don't fucking know. Yeah, that your job but, is not your But l- I have to tell you, in an interview, that would be kind of a red flag. Because hmm. like, you can't tell me that she didn't ask that to her interview. And you're like, listen, he, Candace, um, great high marks for creativity. Uh, maybe don't ask the customers that. Otherwise, we're cool. Harmless, harmless, harmless fun. Totally harmless. And I'll be honest with you, I would rather be around her than most other people, honestly. I think I relate to her more, and I don't. That probably says more about me than it does about her. But and and, and I want to I want to segue here is like I worked in a grocery store. Uh, actually, <laughs> bef- before I was thirty, uh, the the grocery store job I had was the longest job I ever held. It was and that was when I was a teenager in high school. So wow. uh, so um, that says a lot about him in a lot of different ways. Publix here, full full of uh, yeah. colorful characters. Yeah. So one of the colorful characters was in the pet food aisle. And so he's there with his mother, which I'll just say this. I wasn't shocked that he still is with his mother. <laughs> I mean, he's like 35, you know, 40 yeah. years old. And I assumed he probably lived with his mother. And she's like bitching at him that he, he takes too long to grab the right can of cat food or some shit. I mean, like berating him. And yeah, so they were... But they, they were, were pre- they were too. preparing. They were they were stacking up in cat food, which good for them, you know. Yeah, take it about take the cats. care of the cats. I appreciate take that. Take care of the cats. But anyway, so so I drive home and I'm just like Jesus fucking Christ. Like yeah, she calls me and she was like, "What the fuck's going on?" And I'm, I'm like, like, "Did you hear mean? anything?" Like I yeah, I, I, something happened. Is it coming? I'm like, I don't I don't know. I've been working. Like, what? So yeah, so then um, what was funny is that. Uh, you know, I didn't didn't think of going and filling up with gas. You know, that mm. just didn't cross my mind as a thing. So then, of course, you know, I think we're it was four days out where we're like, maybe we should stock up on maybe something. Yeah, and then so we go out, and the gas stations are empty. Empty. And been out for three days, yeah. and there was lines, and there was like that people were directing and, traffic. And this is something here. I'd like to point out, though, that is is problematic is that all these people were fleeing. So. Here's the thing. And this is what tripped me up. This and this is this is the thing for me is that if you live somewhere like Florida where you, it it's just hurricanes are going to hit Florida whether there's climate change or not. I mean, it's just that's where we live. We live where the tropical storms and hurricanes hit. So, if you do not live somewhere that can withstand that, you shouldn't live there. Not flee. If you flee, like that isn't isn't helpful for anything. Well, and and Rick f- fucking asshole thumb oh, Rick Scott, he didn't help the situation because everyone's scared of being George W. Bush after Katrina of A, not issuing warnings. I don't think they're that scared. Um, <laughs> um, well, uh, I, I don't think anybody, anybody wants to be blamed for unnecessary death. So again, the overreaction is just everyone should leave. And then so you put, there's no gas, and then you put, 20 million people on highways to go yeah. where? Where? And that was what was funny. Do you know that most of those people went to Ocala? That got direct hit. Yeah, that direct got a direct hit. hit. So these people left. From, from southern Florida. Southern Florida. They could only really make hit. it to Ocala cause, because because the, the traffic. traffic was so bad and gas. So most people ended up in Ocala. And that's... that's there, was, there was people who experienced the hurricane sleeping in their car on the side of the highway. Yes. 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 Where the, where, and, and so, like Casey was saying... You know, in Florida, uh, since what Andrew hit in '92, um, oh, wow. 
they they change the building codes drastically. So if you live in a house that's been constructed since, I mean, the biggest problem you're going to have is losing your roof. Yeah, you that could happen if if the wind gust was right and your roof is old enough and had wear or whatever. Yeah, so so or the, if you live in a trailer. So so yeah, there's three there's three dangerous places to live in Florida. Again, we were not experts. We're barely experts now. We've lived through you know a couple tropical storms and now a, a big hurricane, which we boarded up for. But the danger to life and limb and property is really low lying areas, storm surge, and uh, uh, trailers. And again, not to. to generate anyone who lives in a trailer but they they're not built to withstand you know 100 mile an hour winds and then old people the thing with old people is uh not so much that they can't live through a hurricane but it is hot here and uh power outages are definitely to be expected so these are the only people that should have been on the road is, are, do you live by a lake a river or on the coast and are going to experience storm but, surge flooding yeah. do you live in a trailer or are or do you need to make sure that you never experience 90 degree heat because yeah, you're older. But I would like to point this out, especially specifically uh, many of the old people that died were in homes and those people had a direct line to, to Rick Scott to call for help, which they did and they didn't get help. But the bigger problem is, is if you're going to have um, a senior center or whatever, I don't know what those places are called, old people homes, um, you, you need, and you live in a place that is going to have hurricanes. You need to have some crazy emergency backup. Yeah, so if, I mean, if, that's just it. if you or, sent, or old people should not be there. If you sent mom or, or grandma, and fuck dad, right? But if you sent mom or grandma <laughs> to live in Florida in an old folks' home, um, and if you care about them a little bit, you ne- you want to ask if they have backup generators. Yeah, I mean that's just that's just a fact. Yeah, that that was probably the saddest part is these old people who cooked to death while sitting in a foot of water in a wheelchair mm-hmm. and in their own feces. Yeah. Meanwhile, the, you know the 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 staff that worked there they were away protecting their own families and shit like that. So, so um, so the you know again as Casey was saying, a week out, no gas, no food. And then that lasted for a week after the storm. I would even argue maybe 10 days. It was, yeah, it was, so uh, like, it was insane. Well, let's just talk about a little bit about the storm itself. So, so as, as it, you know, it changed constantly where it was going to go. So it it did like a day out. They were like, it's going to hit you directly. Yeah. We were like, oh shit. shit." And so we had boarded up the house. We put everything that we remembered the tree. Yeah. We remembered the tree. So we, we were fucking prepared. And um, and we had direct communication with somebody who lived in Miami, and they were reporting that it was pretty bad. Um, so we were, you know, we were super ready, and you know, we were terrified more so of the people around us. And um, so it was kind of terrifying more so of like, what if? Because they're telling us a plan being without power for a month. Yeah, that's what Duke was saying. Just uh, up plan to, on being up without, to a month. Uh, up to a month. And then so uh, being being lifetime first worlders here. The big takeaway and the scary thing and the thing that I think about, the lesson that I learned that we talk about all the time, right, Casey, is this is, that's what the resource war is going to look like. Right. And what's crazy is, is we're pretty, um, I would say, dirty, hippie, eco yeah. people or whatever. And we were like totally 100% unprepared to deal with not having electricity. Yeah, uh, like yeah. I mean, the thought terrified us. Well, a we actually weren't prepared. We didn't have any way to cool food. We didn't have any way to cook food. Like mm-hmm. we were, we were completely unprepared. Com- totally unprepared. And and again, like like she said, we're 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 trying to do this back to the land thing, and we're aware. We think we're aware, uh, and we 
we had no idea. Yeah, it was like, wait, we need a grill, but we we don't eat meat. And even though it would be fun to grill some veggies on there, it's just, I don't know, I don't, I, I whatever. It's not a priority. And then, like, I did save a bunch of water because I was a little worried about water. Yeah. Um, but, like, I hadn't even thought about cooking food at all. Yeah. Like, not I hadn't even thought about that yeah. one bit. Yeah. And, 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 again, like, if you've ever been camping, you're like, oh, there's there's some certain charms. But but then there was this weird situation where where there was also, uh, uh, you know, a, a, a need to sort of plan ahead. It was sort of like... If you go on a camping trip and you're like, well, we're going to be camping for a week. Right. You're like, okay, I know how to do that. We had not planned for camping. Yeah, we hadn't planned for camping for a week. We planned on our house not getting demolished. That was it. Yeah, and so mission accomplished, the house not demolished. But I would like to point out, so the the storm's coming, the storm's coming, the storm's coming. I'm getting more stone, getting more stone. Um, You're joining me. And Mm -hmm. we went to sleep. And We slept through it. When we woke up the next morning, it was sunny outside. Like it never happened. Like it never happened. Now, granted, there's tree branches down, small ones mostly. I don't yeah. think. Oh no, we had some. We did have a few big ones, but nowhere near us. But I, I mean, it was like dry. You know, it was yeah. a beautiful day. It was beautiful. It was like, a beautiful like day. It never happened. Yeah, yeah. I was a bit, little bummed. I mean, being a weather nerd, I, I did want to see it. So, so yeah, yeah, yeah. We we thought it'd be cool. She wanted to go outside and look at the tornado. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's yeah. no there was no hurricane to look at. No, there wasn't. Um. So. And the power's out, and Duke's saying, like, prepare for up to a month. So, like, the, month, fir- yeah. the first day, you know, we talked to the neighbor, and then we're like, hey, is, are you doing okay? Yeah, he, every, almost everybody, we could hear generators. Yeah, generators, every, just bothered me. awful generators, um, just smelly, dirty generators. And uh, and then, you know, what we were most worried about is, is of course, the food in our fridge. You know, we put right. everything in coolers that we could. Yeah, because here's me. And, and we lost $100. Here's, here's looking back and seeing how I was the idiot because at that last grocery shop, what I did, what did I do? I bought a bunch of frozen perishable food. Goods. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Perishable goods. <laughs> perishable like a fucking moron. Yeah. <laughs> and, but I have to say, so did the other people because they didn't buy canned food. Yeah. And, and so... And then so, you know, we, we were making do around here and we're like, oh, it's, you know, okay, so we'll just camp for a little bit. It's fine. And we'll, we'll, we'll take the boards off the house and all that stuff. Uh, Which is no small feat. Yeah. Um, that, was, that was terrible. That, <laughs> we're glossing over that part because you can imagine, but it was difficult and arduous. Um, and so then after a while, we started to wonder, wait, Duke's saying that we're going to be out of power for a fucking month yeah. and the grocery stores were already cleared out almost two well, weeks they, ago and now. they didn't have power so nothing yeah, was, the grocery store nothing was open no gas stations were open nothing. nothing nobody had power and then so we 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 hopped in the truck we have we have two cars like a commuter car and then we have an old beater farm truck and we're like well let's get in the beater we don't know what we're gonna find in the road yeah right? we were we were ready to fight so and and again there's this eerie sort of subtext you know there's no lights anywhere um and you know there we've are we've all seen jam. the movies yeah we've seen the movies so we get in the truck uh, we load up a uh, family trip and we st- and we're like, are, are the food stores open? Did, is there any, is, some there, of it was gawking. Like, is there any damage? And then we were sort of like, well, do we need to get gas? Like, if, it, you know, if we need food, are we going to have to drive 50 miles to, you know, to get food or something like that? And so we were like, well, let's go. Let's just do a loop around the neighborhood, see if there's gas stations open, yada, yada, yada. And it, that that was it was terrifying. Well, what what was most terrifying is that um, you know, a we we weren't the only ones. Yeah, um, and but, everyone but had this look on their face like, is this the beginning? Yeah, of like shit we going were down? all looking at each other like, 
Are which you? one is the cannibal? Which I don't think anybody's a cannibal, <laughs> but <laughs> who's going to turn to cannibalism? Who's going to start that army? And I'll say one thing is I'll be sure if that if it, if it comes down to it, I'm the one starting that army because I don't want somebody else to do it. Um, but we did finally see cars parked at a um, CD um, convenience store. Yeah, CD convenience store. No, no gas. The gas tape like just taped up. Yeah. But and they had like one hurricane shutter off, and by hurricane they had just like some plywood. Yeah, plywood and uh, corrugated metal. And then it was just sort of like they, they took off three of the four screws and just sort of like tilted it open and yeah. you could sort of sneak in the front and, door. And there was no there was no electricity still because yeah. the door was cash open. only. Yeah, it was cash only. And um, um, we were we were terrified. And again, uh, prepare for a month without power. Y- y- yeah. And then so it was weird. It was like everyone's looking at this. You can see across these parking lagoons. And these these roads and tree branches down again. You've seen the movies, and you could like everyone on foot and on cars. Kind of like, do we? Is there a run on the store? Like right. we're we're gonna. They're saying a month without power. Right. And so this is the last place that has beer and cigarettes and candy bars. Right. And and let me tell you, they had a lot of candy bars and a lot of junk food. And we bought all of the vegan stuff. We bought everything <laughs> that was vegan in that store. Um, we, we bought we bought $150 worth of vegan would, crap from which, a gas station. Which, which let me we point out, the out. other customers hadn't made $150 in years. And they were there for cigarettes only, yeah. maybe beer. And so when somebody asked, surprised that we were spending this much money, um, uh, JP, uh, I saw his eyes turn into problem solving. And he said... Well, you know, our neighbors are older, so we want to make sure they have some food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because if 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 it was that <laughs> we were fucking rich and buying all this stupid, expensive, crazy food at a gas station, that clearly was this this place wasn't meant for people that spent one hundred fifty dollars a time when they were there. Um, uh, let's just say it, it was it, we were it was yeah it the, was weird there, it was weird yeah so there was like twenty people in like let's from the say, counter uh, let's back say, to the beer cooler yeah and and combined three teeth. Yeah, three teeth. Yeah, and and it was very distinctly a woman behind behind us. Our entire family were in there, like yeah, you know, like yeah, and, like, and the, like it's like a bad plot where it's like, oh, these fucking Volvo driving NPR latte right. folks, right? You know, right? And and uh, yeah, so we get up there with our hundred fifty dollars worth of food. We had which we also in cash. we also bought um the the burning logs. Yeah, we bought the burning logs. Whatever. Not because we don't know how to make a fire, because everything was wet. Everything was soaking wet. And again, yeah. a month without food, we're like, and oh, we great. didn't plan. It was just sort of like grab. Is anything here that we're gonna need? Because if we come back in a week, it's all gonna be gone. So Correct. just like buy yep. whatever the yep. fuck is here. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm I'll throw it all on the counter, and she, you know the lady tallies it up with the calculator, and then the woman behind us, like no teeth, buying cigarettes, is y'all stocking up. And then I just slowly turn around. I make eye contact with Casey, and there's 20 greasy, smelly motherfuckers that want to know the answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, yeah. a month without food. Mm-hmm. Like, is this what the beginning of the end looks like? How right. many of these motherfuckers are armed? Right. And, and how long before we look like them? Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> Because they've been surviving for a while. Yeah, they know they've how to do this. Sur- yeah, they've been doing this for a while. Like, I'm not even making fun of them. I'm saying yeah. they are the ones that are going to survive the storms, guys. Yeah, the people that I, have been water skiing on top of gators' backs, they get it. Yeah, yeah. They Make fun of them as rednecks yeah. as if you want. You know what? They're going li- to survive. They know how to shoot pigs <laughs> yeah. that we are unwilling to do. Yes. So so anyway, that that's kind of that rounds out our surviving Irma story. Uh, uh, it sucked. 
It fucking sucked. Yeah, the whole was, thing was stressful. It, was stressful. it fucking it was sucked. Physically exhausting. Oh, I yeah. mean, it, what it the what anxiety it, of like, anxiety. are we gonna die? Yeah, and or but, are we gonna be fine? But what what I would say is is that we're really really lucky in where we live in Florida. Is that you know we're not gonna be flooded. We have we have pretty much zero chance of being flooded. Um, so the worst thing that's going to happen is us losing a roof or a tree going through a window or something like that, mm-hmm. um, which is our, you know, our possibility. So it's not to yeah. be like nothing, but. And in the aftermath, we were like, everyone was trying to sell us. A gen- there was like motherfuckers oh, hawking yeah. generator, like that's driving right. around. Do you need a generator? Some right. motherfucker pulled up in the driveway and tried to sell us an $8,500 generator. It just and and he was like, oh, I'm some contractor. I, like he was clearly boosted, right? And he was just right. driving. He's like, well, I heard you know there's people back here that need generator, and we're like. Dude, you're rolling up on a fucking house with just a, a, a fucking hot generator, right? Just and like I mean, but, but eighty five hundred dollars cash. But, but we didn't say no immediately. I mean, because th- there's this, there's this. <laughs> I feeling. thought I could talk him down to fifty yeah, bucks. Yeah, there's this feeling too that like, well, well this is bad. Like we don't have power. And yeah. it's fucking ninety five degrees with one hundred and sixty percent humidity. That's like, right. Yeah, it's terrible. We need to fucking prepare. We need to fucking prepare. So, so. 24 hours? How long? It was, we were 36 hours without power. Okay, so 36 <laughs> hours, and we're like, we're like, Jesus fucking Christ, this is it. This is fucking it. We need generators. We need something, because this is bullshit. Yeah. We, our neighbor borrowed us a stove. If not, we would have been screwed. We were sleeping outside because the house was too hot. I mean, it was, and the mosquitoes were fucking insane. Oh, fuck, yeah. I mean, let me tell you, m- mosquitoes, they don't tell you about mosquitoes. Mosquitoes and hurricanes. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. So, so yeah, so so thirty six hours. We're we're fall, we had fallen asleep. Mm-hmm. We were asleep, and boom, all the lights turn on, and we're like, "This is the second coming of Christ. This we is the most coal power fucking power America. Fuck yeah. yeah! Let's get a flag. Let's, Let's the vote shit Republican. Out of this, this is fucking awesome. So we are that and encapsulated. We are ready to just Confederate flag." Fuck black people. Let's just do this. Like, yeah, whatever. I love electricity so much. I don't care how we get it. Let's fucking do this. Yeah, someone's got to pay. Yeah. So, what's the first thing we do? You know what? We need to prepare. Let's get solar. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And this and this is a point. So, like, if if you've picked up any theme so far, if you're with us through this first episode, or if you're crawling backwards. Through these episodes, and you finally get to let's hear the origin <laughs> story here. Uh, hopefully, you've been entertained by sort of the teething issues that we may have experienced here. Although we've been doing this for a long time, uh, just never with microphones. So, in any case, uh, we are trying to figure it out, and we're hoping that that's at least semi-interesting to do that with you in real time because we're not telling the stories in our culture that we need to tell. And it's not as simple as just go get solar and live somewhere well, where you're yeah, not going to experience and, natural and disasters. And let, let me say that one thing in particular: solar isn't the answer. No, solar, no, no, solar's <laughs> not the answer. <laughs> so preparing is the answer, and that means preparing to live a life with less electricity yeah. to no electricity. And that, that's that's one of the major themes that we want to explore, and something that Casey has been banging on in her writing, and uh, and all of and all of her short stories and her manuscripts for a long time. Uh, about the idea of living with less or, or creating a different society. And hopefully by now, if you're crawling your way back through uh, to this first episode, uh, maybe you've caught some of that or uh, it's something that you have to look forward to. Um, in any case, uh, we don't know what the next 100 years is going to look like. And hopefully we live until the 
1920s, 60s, you know, 2070s. But um, I think we can agree that it's going to be a lot different. And that's the thing that is confusing. And we're two people that, uh, well, you know, we're a family, but, um, uh, you know, the two of us at least are trying to steer the family in a direction that is resilient. Uh, what the fuck are we doing? Like, what the fuck are we doing? That's, that's one of the major themes. That's why we live in the middle of nowhere, because we spent a decade after the crash moving around, trying to figure it out, trying to From claw our way back. From one metropolis to another. Yeah, and we were, we, um, we'll talk more about the Great Recession, but Casey, tell, tell your favorite joke that I love about the Great Recession. So bad that we didn't realize it was happening to everyone. Yeah, so so that was our, our experience coming out of the Great Recession, and we claw, clawed our way back to something like normalcy, but then the effects of, you know, we're, we're younger folks and we're going to live through this like you are. Uh, you know, we're in our late 30s. And and we are sort of wondering, what the f- what the fuck does the next version of this life Yeah, look I mean, like? I think the biggest thing is when you hit the bottom, um, which I've been at more than once, but economically, when you hit the bottom and you fight so hard to climb up and you do climb up and you look down and you're like, what the fuck am I doing? All my time, all my energy is going into something, and this fucking planet is yeah. dying. And then you realize that the same energy that you're putting into sort of climbing up the ladder or, get, or, or achieve, Even, achieving and, and climbing thing, out of debt, yeah, and you can't stability. climb, and you can't, and you can't strive for for great finances without being a shithead. Yeah. Because even if you're like, but I'm eco-friendly and I, I vote with my dollar, you, you don't. Yeah, if, if you accept that, and we certainly do, that there's no ethical consumption under capitalism, then the question becomes, well, how are we going to live in the future? And so anyway, that's a topic that we want to explore further with you because we don't have it figured out. Again, like we're, we're calls the hippies or whatever, the eco-freaks, the back-to-the-landers, the uh, the tofu farting, uh, I, I don't know. Like, we're, we're out there. We, we don't, left and right doesn't describe it. We're trying to do something else. We don't know how to fucking do it. Um, we don't think politics are going to save us. We don't think the billionaires are going to save us. Um, we don't think that the comic book movies are going to fucking save us. We don't fucking know, and we're hoping that you might have some answers. All right, we got one more segment for you here real quick. Uh, take it away, KC. All right, this is, uh, this is headlines. I'm going to read five headlines, and JP is going to guess which one I actually read. This is called Headlines from My Phone. Headlines from My Phone. Her phone, not my phone. I don't, have a, I don't have one of these dumb phones. No. All right. Next up, Federal Pain Management Task Force meets in Washington. Mm. Apple farmers in Wisconsin worry about climate change. The insane plan to prop up Antarctica could help save the world. <laughs> yeah. yeah, It's those types of stories that you see all the time. We're going to do a whole episode on shit like that, but that's that's one of the reasons we're talking to ourselves in our living room right now. Yeah. It's like, what the, this yeah. cannot be the fucking stories that we're telling. Yeah. The worst home buying and selling advice realtors and mortgage brokers have heard. Bye-bye, bugs. Scientists fear non-pest insects are declining. All right, so I have to guess which of these she actually clicked on. Um, and I don't think you clicked on the, 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 the Arctic one, although I would have clicked on that because I would have hate-read it. Yeah. So I think you clicked on the bugs one. God, he knows me so well. Mm-hmm. Yep, that is the one I read. And what's great about it is it's delivered just as you'd assume the media delivers it. 
totally nonsensically. Um, Bye-bye bugs. First of all, they talk about the pest bugs. I'd like to point out that less than 1% of all bugs on Earth are pests. Quote-unquote pests. Pests are things that we don't like. Bites us, eats our food, whatever. Um, so less than 1%. And um, what they also fail to mention is that pesticides are a problem. <laughs> that, wait, they, that didn't come up anywhere? It, it came up as a possibility. Um, mm. Do you know, do you know what, what else was funny? Mm. Is they talked about um, the windshield test. Um, so, yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. You can be a citizen scientist and just call them and let them know how many bugs you hit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Welcome to our world. Mm. Yeah, that's science now. Anyways, so the, the windshield wiper test. And then they also, this is, this is, just, this is just fantastic. Um, <laughs> Um, um, they, they, they say, we just can't figure it out. It, it could be light pollution. It could be chemicals. It could be habitat loss. It could be uh, temperature rising. But scientists aren't sure which one. Oh. Doesn't it kind of sound like all of them? Yeah. I don't know. It's funny. It's funny how they oh. give all these options, but they don't give a, all of the above. Yeah, check all of the above. And they don't give an answer because the thing is is that most people that read it, they're like, well, I hope they find out. Yeah. Not like, oh, shit, we're all going to fucking die. Because <laughs> that's what that says, honestly. If you really read that, it's that we're losing all the bugs that help make food, so we're all going to fucking die. And that's what's missing from all of this coverage. Yeah. So we need to figure out we, a way. Because you know what? We can't stop putting pesticides and herbicides and all this stuff on our lawns because, you know, we got to have a lawn. We have to have monocultures. We can't grow our own food. Like, this is insane. This, is, this too, just like the beaches, is a manufactured problem. We've created the problem, but we don't know how to fix it. And so if there's one message that you will hear uh, from us is that we are all going to die. We're not going to lie to you, like the politicians and the media. And... Um, Maybe some of us don't have to die as horrible. And I think deaths. I think more 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 importantly, though I hope you chose not to have children. But if children, but if you did, their lives are going to be fucking horrible. Yeah, they're going to be shit, and uh, we own that now. And uh, the boomers are starting to die off, but not quick enough. And so uh, we got to tell new stories. And thanks for coming along on this journey with us. And um, we hope that we can talk to you further. So one piece of homework before we go, send us stories of how the media failed you. Uh, specifically, what media outlet failed you. Um, also, I would like to point out, um, we will read um, everybody that emails us um, yep. on, uh, on air, whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> um, <laughs> live, no. Live. On um, air. Well, it's always live somewhere, right? Um, but we'll read it all unless you write something racist or crazy. Then we might read it, but then we'll say your real name. So yeah, um, so that's that. So yeah, we because we we do want to participate here. Um, yeah, this isn't a show. We want this to be a conversation, and the more people in the conversation, the better. We're not, and we're not afraid to hear people opposing us. We just we won't we won't listen. Yeah, uh, so it's fine <laughs> if you disagree, but we don't. You can disagree, but we don't really this, care. That's a different place. We're, yeah. We we want to. We're not arrogant enough to say that, oh, we're going to start a community or whatever, but uh, we, we live alone in the woods, and we feel like maybe you live alone in an apartment in New York City, and uh, no one knows what the fuck to do. And also, if you live alone in New York City or if you live in New York City, I don't want to talk to you anyways. Okay, no one from New York City, email us. <laughs> Just kidding.
Well, no, I'm kind you, of kidding. You live, you live there and you want to escape. The concept of escape yeah, is yeah, something yeah, yeah. we'll talk about quite a bit. If you hate yourself for living in New York City. But if I mean, people should... Congr- I don't know. That's a whole different thing. Yeah. Um, so anyway, this has been episode 001 of Maximum Carbon Sinkhole. And we hope you've enjoyed it. Yep. Thank you. I just got to be honest with you. I'm not one of them bullshit show business people. Who makes believe everything is going okay. You know? Because everything is not going okay, man.